0: Hi and welcome to Talk Rehab, a podcast talk show dedicated to seating and mobility and assistive technology and the people that make it happen. Today I'm talking with Bruce Hammer, founder and CEO of New Products. New Products is a California-based manufacturer of -of state-of-the-art bathroom mobility products, stationary chairs, wheelchairs, tub slider systems, and lots more bathroom solutions for adults and for peds. Bruce has a great company and a great story for us today. Bruce, thanks for being here. Can we start with you telling us the Bruce Hammer story and how new products came into existence?
1: Well, I'm ready when you're ready. I'm ready. I won't go all the way back to the days when I uh when my favorite job was at Will Wright's ice cream parlor near UCLA. We'll just start with the with well, the late seventies. I was a combination cabinet and furniture maker and I started my motorcycle racing career. Uh, like in 1976, and I gradually got better and better. And 1980 was ranked number two in professional roaders, road racing in the United States and convinced Chevron to sponsor my new Team Hammer that was a ended up being 13-time national champions. But, so they originally were just going to have one-time, one-guy to say race proven, but I convinced them they needed to sponsor the team for the whole year and they could get, they could get testing and there was more chance for us to win races. So we won three races in a couple of seconds and thirds the first year. And then 1982, I was going for the lead at a track at Road America in Wisconsin. I crashed into a guardrail going about a hundred miles an hour and broke my neck and became a quadriplegic. So after a four month stay in a rehab hospital in LA called Rancho Los Amigos, I got it. I, I got discharged and wanted to go visit some friends that lived on the East coast. And then, then that's when I realized that traveling with a disability was really a challenge. And in fact, my very first portable chair was just a regular guardian bath bench. And I basically had somebody cut it apart and put it in a big steamer trunk. Uh, because I didn't even know that Activate existed, but their their products were and still are mostly made out of steel and very heavy. So it gave me ideas that there was a potential market for this, and I was working on prototypes through uh, most of the 90s, and then in 1998, I, I started new products. And um little side story, I had a funny spelling, because I wanted it, my original idea was to have a, toll free telephone number and you can only have seven characters so new products has seven and uh, x seemed to be a popular letter that a lot of high tech you know and startups were using so that's how i got it to be spelled new products so in fact the first trade show that i went to was the abilities expo in la and i i didn't even have any products i just had some computer images that i had created because I've been using computer software all the time i I worked in architecture, so I had a booth set up had some product literature and business cards, and people were kind of upset that they couldn't couldn't order one right there at the show, so I knew I was onto to something that that's kind of how new products was was created.
0: who was your competition in nineteen ninety eight when you were just starting
1: nineteen ninety eight really was that was uh activate activate had been around for 40 years and had a full line of products but their idea was steel and welded together and it really they it didn't really consider their products as portable so the portability was was a critical differentiator and made us unique it's a sort of a niche industry and we really didn't have much competition because we were focusing on portable but uh, in the beginning i only had one kind of chair was a stationary bath and tub chair that was you could take it apart then then i'd go to a trade show and then people would say well this is great but can i have wheels on it or caregiver assist option or or i want to self-propel can't you put 24 inch wheels on it and that's kind of how things evolved and then uh uh one day i talked to a therapist in new york city and she said you guys got a great product line, but you, what you really need is a tilting space. Tilting space is, is really critical for, uh, like people with ALS or high quads or people with other neuromuscular conditions. And so, you know, we developed our, our version of a tilting space, but what was unique about it. And oh, by the way, we have a utility patent on our slider systems, which has really helped us because it's, it's, uh, a really good, patent that people try to emulate, copy our design, but uh, they don't want to do that because we got this good patent. So the, the tilt and space and slider system generally are our most profitable and most popular chairs actually, which is which is a good story.
0: When I think of tilt and space, I don't really picture a bath product. Is your tilt and space used primarily for bathing?
1: Oh absolutely bathing and toileting. But I, the, the, you know, as you pr- know probably better than I do, that 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 a Tilden space is is a sort of complex rehab. Mm-hmm. But but the same people that need a, a Tilden space for their everyday, say like they've got a, a permobile or whatever, they they also it's really a lot of quads that w- you wouldn't think would need a Tilden space. They like the fact that they can fine tune the back angle and they're real comfortable because the Tilden space you know, elevates your legs as the back reclines, and it's a little bit more of a challenge to make something portable, but we have one we call the 4,000 tilt, which is a, assuming, which is usually what a lot of people have or want at a hotel, is a a roll-in shower. So, they're not trying to, most of our product line was dealing with bathtubs and somebody that had it, a house that was not accessible or a hotel room that wasn't ready for somebody with a disability. So that, but the, the, the 4000 tilt is a combination because you can use it in a roll in shower, but it has a full tilt. I mean, it tilts back to about 30 degrees. It's not quite as much as say a permobile because we're, we're not making any claims for, for, for seating. Uh, it's just mainly for comfort and, and for, for bathing. And you would travel
0: with that? The 4000 Tilt is a portable product?
1: Yeah. We we've got to, We buy these carrying cases. One of our future plans is to actually make our own, but we buy them online and it's a rural spinner, actually all four wheels spin and you can just push it through the airport. In fact, I have a smaller version when I travel and I hook it onto the back of my wheelchair. Wow. And so I can just tow it, tow it behind me and In fact, my partner and I went to Japan, and it was pretty impressive to take that all the way to Japan and travel at the the hotels in Tokyo because there was a big – still is a huge trade show every year. Mm -hmm. So, we were like investigating uh, getting a distributor in in Japan, and it seemed like a good way is just
0: to go and check it out. That's very cool. Do you have – did you – take any video of you hauling that to japan
1: <laughs> that's a, you're you're always thinking like good good marketing and so I, we took a lot of pictures of me at the ginza uh-huh. which is a really a high high fashion area there in tokyo and I, I i mean i proved that i was there but we we didn't think about video and this is back uh 15 years ago and so smartphones with video were not really available yet but uh you were just prescient. You were thinking ahead.
0: Well, fifteen years later, how have your products changed? How do you decide what to do next?
1: Well, we always pay a lot of attention to uh, customers and healthcare professionals. A lot of OTs and PTs and the RTSs. I mean, we've been having a great relationship lately with both NSM and Numotion because they they have to deal a lot with with pediatrics. Sure, and that's that's a, big deal for us is the peds. We've got grow features on our chairs so that the family doesn't have to buy a whole new chair. They just get new cushions as the kid gets bigger. We pay attention to what they need, and uh, that's been very helpful for us. Speaking
0: of growth, what is your company's growth strategy? What are your growth expectations for
1: the next, say, five years? Well, we're getting really close to being bought out, to, frankly, by a, a bigger company because the because we, we the, the original way or what a lot of companies refer to it as organically growing meaning you work really hard you save some of the profits for, for, for future development or but if you have venture capital or some other private equity then you can grow quicker so one of my goals always for new products was to be a global player because there's people with disabilities and seniors all over the world but we've been focusing just on the united states. We have a distributor in, in australia and new zealand. Having distributors really helps uh your growth because then they like our our company in us in new zealand they'll order $50,000 from us and we'll put them on on pallets and then they'll they'll you know take care of it from there. We're trying to get distributors in in all of the developed countries like you know, Japan, Australia, New Zealand, the UK. I mean, a lot of people forget about the European Union. Uh, In terms of sales, the European Union is about as much as as the United States. And, you know, with the EU, if you get the CE marking, they call it in Europe, then you don't need an individual patent. The patent works all over the, you know, the European Union. and So that helps us a lot.
0: Bruce you mentioned a minute ago that perhaps you're looking for a purchaser. Is the sale of new products imminent? I guess it's not a secret since you mentioned it.
1: Well it's you know like a lot of things in life it's it, until it actually happens people we've been talking for years. We've talked to people, we've gotten really close but this company because uh, uh, I can't I can't say who they are right now but it, it's it's looking real positive because they they uh are interested in helping us grow, and that's the best way to do it. Because we we don't have enough bandwidth uh, to, to 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 make all of the improvements and add additional. I mean, we've got a oh I don't know. I've been working for years on on different product prototypes, and but yeah, as you know, the the getting going from one prototype to production, there's a lot of steps that are involved in in making that happen.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. What is new products' competitive advantage? Why would I buy or use or promote a new products chair instead of an Activate chair, for instance?
1: Well, the advantage is that that because I'm a quadriplegic and we pay a lot of attention to our existing customers, we can, you know, like, for example, our Tilton space, if you look at the ones that, 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 uh, uh, that I wouldn't even call them competitor, but anybody else, like, actually that activate has, has a tilt in the space, but what they use is, is sort of a, a system where there's like um, hydraulics to, to recline and unrecline or do the tilt in the space. We use a hand crank that, that, that I came up with That Literally you turn, turn this lever and it rack and pinion. And so, and it's on the side. So it's much more user friendly. The, uh, Actually, a quad themselves can tilt or untilt it whereas a typical tilting space you have to push from behind which is pretty impossible if with a bathtub or walk-in shower and so the, where are, are those kind of details are really important like another feature is our push handles you can rotate them 90 degrees if you've got a little tiny bathroom and so we're, we're always trying to stay ahead of the competition by paying attention to our customers and the fact that we do have a full line of portable, I mean, that's usually what, what starts a conversation is they they go on, thanks to Google, and they'll Google portable shower chair and our website will come up. They'll see the video. They'll call us up and we'll, we'll refer them to one of our distributors like New Motion or NSM. Mm-hmm. Uh, because they have the additional service. We're a direct from manufacturer and we don't we we don't get involved with insurance, which is what NSM and PMOSHA do all day long. And right. they they go out to the house, they make an evaluation, they they write the letter medical necessity. And so they they magically get insurance to pay for product that typically I mean if you look at Medicare, uh, shower, shower chairs are not medically necessary. You don't they don't even deal with the bathroom typically. That's one of the things that differentiates us from them, from from our competitors is 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 paying attention to what the customers actually need.
0: Do you get into the DME sort of stuff, grab bars, walk-in tubs, rollators, stuff like that?
1: Uh, no, it would. I mean, like I came up with the name of new products because I wanted it not be Bruce's shower chairs, or in fact, I, I I'd sort of. I always sort of laugh when I see a company that's named after the, I mean, Ballard didn't call it Ballard's, you know, wheelchairs, you know, Mm -hmm. he gave out a name that was more accurate. And so new products is new products. But to answer your question is, after 20 years, we're still focusing on bath and shower equipment. But we, in fact, I'm sort of a test case guinea pig for permanent wall-mounted, bathroom equipment. Like I've got my own house that we had custom built. And so I made the bathroom for me. Mm-hmm. And so I, I don't, but I also have portable. I mean, so I'm, you know, like I've got more than one one pair of shoes, you know. Right. You know, I mean, we have all the, the equipment to make wheelchairs, but wheelchairs is a pretty crowded field. And we try to differentiate us by being unique. That's why we, we've been focusing on the bath because the Bath equipment is, it's sort of unheralded. It's a little simple thing, but it has life changing. Like, uh, I always tell the story of a 16 year old, 17 year old that graduated from high school and was going to go to a college in a different state, but he recently got injured. And how am I going to live in the dorm? And what am I going to do for toileting? Well, his mother discovered us and bought him a chair. And so he went on to graduate that college and became a teacher. And he said it had changed his life.
0: That's great. That's a really great story. What has been your biggest stumble or barrier over the past 20 years?
1: The biggest problem that we've actually got right now is is cash flow. Mm -hmm. I mean, I I did not know what the word cash flow meant. But I mean, the bottom line is that we have terms that most of our dealers get. And what ends up happening is they, they order the chair, we ship it to them, they deliver it to their customer, and they, they pay us 30 days or 45 days into the future. So we're in effect loaning them money. Right. As we're trying to grow, we need more inventory. Inventory is always a, a challenge. And plus all the dealers like NSM and New Motion, they'd love to have a demo unit of each of our products. But I mean, since we've got about 30 different kinds of chairs it's not practical that's a big challenge for us is 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 the demo units the cash flow but also we're we're growing with the sales reps do we have to pay them and they have a van and all those expenses
0: add up that is my next question about your sales organization do you hire rep organizations do you have sales reps that are new products employees well actually
1: it's a good good question you're asking cuz the you know in the beginning it was just me and the internet. Mm-hmm. And then the word got out, and then we'd print, and print advertising and then the website, because I couldn't afford any discounts to give to dealers. Then we realized that we had to figure out a way to, so we raised the retail price so that we could afford to pay the dealers the discount that they require for their part of the job. And then we started getting independent reps. They have a line of products, and ours is. One of maybe half a dozen or more. <clears throat> our latest effort, we're, we're we're breaking out and we're h- hiring our own outside reps, and we've got vans all set up with the logo on them. And so they they they're just hundred percent new product. And they go to the house, they do the valuation, they measure the bathroom, they show the people this product will work. And you because that uh, some of our competitors, they're actually one of our advertising source because their products won't fit in a lot of bathrooms whereas ours will i mean we can pretty much guarantee that almost every bathroom on the planet we will find a way because we do a lot of customization Mm -hmm. uh, which is another uh, thing that makes us unique is that probably about 25 percent of the time we do either custom cushions or you know they're got some special needs where you know, a, lot, a lot of kids that have neuromuscular conditions, they, they don't have good range of motion, for example. They can't, they can't straighten out their leg, or their leg is straightened out all the time. And so we'll easily make an adaptation to work for them. So we do that a lot. What's the size of new products? I'm not asking for
0: an annual revenue number. I'm just curious about how many bodies you employ. How many people are engaged in the manufacturing process?
1: Well, one thing that I think is interesting is that uh, I hired David Gaskell. He's my president, and he's got an MBA and an engineering degree, which is an interesting combination. And so when he and I and one employee, there's three of us, we were struggling to get a million in sales. Mm-hmm. Right. And then now we have about 30 employees. So and we have we just went six million. I'm proud of that fact. Great. In sales. So, um, we've got a. you know, we originally we outsourced all of manufacturing. We were just basically a sort of our distributor. I and mean, we'd tell three machine shops to make parts, and they'd ship the parts, we'd assemble the chairs, and then ship them. And then we made the the big leap a couple of years ago to doing in-house manufacturing. so we we took the the expense of of man of buying all these computer generated uh, milling machines so all of the work is done in house so we have half the building is set up for machining and f- fabrication the other side is assembly and shipping so that's what everybody's doing all day long and we we're, we're going to have to get another shift going cuz you know we're pretty much cranking all the time with what with the staff that we have that's another challenge. Actually, is finding skilled. A lot of people are, are, you know, that are good have a job. We we were actually looking into having an a, an apprenticeship program, uh, where we'd hire people and teach them, because because that's ended up what's happening is that the the good people got a job and and everybody's talking about oh you got to go to college and you got to but a lot of people don't want to go to college. They want to do have a trade trade skill, and so we might have to actually do our own training ourselves.
0: Are there any unusual or odd or innovative features that people in wheelchairs are asking for?
1: Well, one thing we're actually working on is little electric motors, waterproof, obviously, that would raise and lower the chair, because we have a situation like in England where the typical bathtub is much higher because the, the the British really like to take their soaking baths, or like the the Japanese got soaking baths. Mm-hmm. So the vertical, and then it would be helpful if you could, but the beds are at a lower height. And so you could, this delta between those two heights would be solved if we had little electric motors. And then also, uh, I don't know who came up with it in America, but a lot of, maybe you've seen it yourself at the hotels, the beds are almost like two-story. Uh, they think it makes the bed more plush. There's some reason why they think they're cool to do that. Well, it's really a problem for somebody in a wheelchair. And so obviously our chairs are adjustable, but having a little electric motors would, would even be better. That's one thing they ask for. Another one is is uh, carbon fiber or titanium because you know they're used to that in regular wheelchairs, but but they but we've got some customers that do a lot of traveling. I mean they're professional salespeople besides being disabled, and so they do a, they, they go in a different hotel you know either every night or every couple of days and so having something that's really super lightweight uh, is they're willing to pay more money for it so that, that's something we're looking into. If you had
0: a rehab crystal ball. What do you think you would see as the general outlook for the seating and mobility industry?
1: Let well, I me mean, let me just say directly: is I think that there will be some positive changes in Medicare and Medicaid, but it would only take place with the change of uh, if when the Democrats take control. Not to be, you know, too fine a to point on it. I think that 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 people miss one thing that they don't seem to understand is that people with disabilities. Can be good. Tax. I mean, I'm proud of the fact that I've never taken any money from the from the government. I've I've been a, a taxpayer for for my entire life, including all the time I've been disabled. And so, people with disabilities want to have a job. They want to contribute. And so, if that was the case, then we wouldn't be having a discussion about you know, does somebody with a high disability deserve a uh, in space chair. You know, of course, it like some of the, the progressives and the democratic side say that, that you know, healthcare is a right, not a privilege. So, I, I'm actually optimistic that sooner or later, America will join the rest of the, uh, uh, industrial and you know, first world, and have good mel- Medicare and Medicaid. That's uh, my positive feeling on it.
0: I'm happy to hear that. I also continue to be an optimist. This is a fantastic industry. Getting young people involved is a challenge. Getting new blood that recognizes the industry's future is
1: a great place to be. I agree with that. In fact, I I think that the, the millennials, I think, will surprise a lot of boomers because I see some parallels. The boomers, uh, which is I'm one of, I've, I feel sort of guilty is that we, we sounded so good back in the 60s, but we just sort of. We didn't follow through, and and the millennials are going to save the world. And I mean, it's up to the millennials to deal with climate change, and but I think they also seem like they have a real can-do spirit, which would be involved with people with disabilities generally.
0: Is there anything we haven't talked about that you would like to talk about?
1: No, I think we got everything covered. It's just that uh, I'm glad that new products exist. I'm proud of the fact that I've had. What's interesting is that when I was a professional motorcycle racer, I'd go to a race where there's a hundred thousand spectators and they're cheering some of them for me and I'd sign autographs, but it was so not the same thing. Now new products we we've had a, we've changed the lives of a lot of people with disabilities. And I think there's all the great potential in the future. And I'm glad to be part of it.
0: Bruce Hammer, Cabinet maker to the stars, designer, motorcycle racing champion, conceived and built new products, a state-of-the-art manufacturing company serving the disabled community, showing us all that necessity is truly the mother of invention. Twenty years later, Bruce and new products are still growing and satisfying the needs of people who need mobility. Thanks for listening. I'm Bill Nolting. Come back and join us for more episodes where all we do is talk rehab.